All right, everybody. For the last time in 2018, stop having fun. And start watching Christmas movies. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the North Pole. The North Pole, the North Pole, the North Pole. Welcome to the North Pole, the North Pole, the North Pole. Take a dive into shitty Christmas movies. In the time of year where people spend time with people who share similar genetic information. Welcome to the North Pole, the North Pole, the North Pole. Welcome to the North Pole, the North Pole, the North Pole. Welcome to the North Pole, the North Pole, the North Pole. We're not alone in the studio for the last time in 2018. It's Sophie Schrand. She's so amazing. She's a comedian, she's an actress, she's a scientist, she's an educator. She has piloted her own web series, and I would say media mogul, Thanks. Science with Sophie. Thank you. Oh, I'm so thrilled to be here. I didn't realize I was your last guest. This is extra special. What movie did we watch, Amanda? Oh, I'm so happy you asked, Katie. It was Christmas Prince 2. Boom! Brought it full circle. <laughs> Started. Christmas Prince 1. In the middle. A lot of other movies that some, most of them were really bad. And then at the end, boom. 12 Days of Christmas. 12 Days of Christmas Princes. We're here. Can I suggest an alternate title to this movie to you guys? Please. Two Christmas, Two Prince. <laughs> oh. El Eldovia Drift. Wow. A political thriller. It <laughs> certainly is. That makes me think I do wish that Prince was in this movie. Oh. oh. Well, that would they don't even know who Prince is. No. The writers don't. The writers, actors, and anyone working on this film is not cool enough to even know that Prince was someone beyond no. Prince Richard Bever Bevan Charlton. Oh, Bevan? They're like, Rain's just Clear. Rain is clear. There's no purple. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready oh. for a whole night of those. Oh, man. Unless so you're watching God. this during the morning. In which case, a whole day. A whole get ready day. for this all day. Sophie, our guests are uh, obligated. <laughs> By walk by walking contractually obligated to give us a summary of this steaming piece of poop. <laughs> I, I could not be more thrilled. Um, I don't know where to start because I actually have to like zoom out from my own obsession with the details of this film. Right. Dare I call it that? Um, okay, so a quick synopsis: the uh, the first Christmas Prince, a Christmas Prince mm -hmm. one. Um, leaves off with... I'm sorry, I think it's pronounced Christmas Prince. <laughs> Excuse me. Want. Christmas Prince Want is uh, the first. It leaves off, I think, with um, with the, the they're going to get married, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so spoilers. Making out in the snow. They're, that's right. You know, they met each other. There was like a week, two weeks, maybe like three weeks elapsed. Proposal. Great. So let me give our dear listeners the um, the actual Netflix synopsis. If you do go to Netflix and read the quick little bite, ah. it says uh, something, something, they're going to plan a wedding. But 
Amber's simple tastes clash with royal <laughs> protocol. Oh. And so I was ready for just a, uh, for that, for like a, yeah, you know, a simpletons a, clash yeah. with protocol. Just like mm. I'm a, I'm a hard scrapple girl from New York and I don't want all the jewels. And I was shocked because it is not, it is so much more. They go through some capital T topics. Mm -hmm. There, we, we get into um, a lot of political issues. Mm -hmm. I would say yeah. current events even. There was mention of cryptocurrency. <laughs> there were, there were mention, I don't oh, want to get spoilers. They mentioned crypto. They did yeah. mention crypto. I have a lot of notes about, about crypto. crypto. I have a lot of notes about the crypto thing. She's holding up a small book of notes about cryptocurrency right now. I think right the whole now. notebook is but actually filled with Christmas prints. Too. Only crypto prints. Crypto prints. Crypto prints. A crypto We've prince. uncovered something. It should, be, it should have been called the crypto prints. <laughs> that... A royal I would watch. wedding. A royal wedding, right. Oh yes, it's, it is a Christmas prince calling a royal wedding to the point where when I found it on Netflix, I was like, I hope this is number two and not number three. <laughs> not like ah. some spinoff. Yeah. Right, like yeah, I hope I'm watching it. Until next year, little so. Yeah. <laughs> there will be so many more. This is like Sharknado of Christmas yeah. movies. Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna get to Absolutely. six. Absolutely, that's a great analogy. So. Is that a synopsis? Yeah, that's great. So. Well, nothing happens, so the, the sure. Wedding, the wedding happens. It does. does it? Yeah. The I don't even does, remember. It does. I rewatched it today. I flipped through to make sure. It's right. There is Oh, a, the conga line. Katie's conging, and I do remember a conga line, but I literally remember no other part of the wedding. Did they we, get married? I don't remember. Yeah. They did, and... In a dimly lit... Uh, place of worship, it that, seems. It's that, like remembering what I got the la two times ago at the grocery store. Yes. <laughs> it's, what a way it's to describe. It's just that memorable. Yeah. The, the biggest day of your life. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's that, so simple that, you know, and it's almost unmemorable. Actually, I think I can remember that grocery list more than I can remember this Nooch. wedding. Boosh. I know. That's it's it. It's simple. After watching a Christmas Prince want and <laughs> Christmas Prince toot. <laughs> we were so inspired. We watched Children of Men. <gasps> what oh, a nice palate cleanser. Which, Transition. Which I would argue could be more of a Christmas movie. Like Baby Jesus, kind of a Baby Jesus tale. There's like a conception when there yeah. shouldn't have been or yeah. couldn't have mm. been. It's like the end of days, and then suddenly mm. this miracle occurs, yeah. and it changes the world. We think Ooh, I'm maybe getting chills. Oh. Christmas Prince Three, Children, <laughs> Children of Men, of Mench. Uh, yeah. So okay. I just feel like I couldn't. The whole time I was watching the second one, I kept my only note for the first 30 minutes was, why are we here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. Because there's no protocol. Uh, there's no. I, why also was the word protocol used? It was like a third of the script. It was like one protocol, two, Sahil. That's oh, it. Oh, Sahil. Um, oh, we'll get back to Sahil. Guys, so, so what is like the the crux of the issue? If I can go back for one moment yeah. to Christmas Prince Want. Yes. <laughs> there is a quote from, and I have it highlighted. I've highlighted everything in different colors in my notebook here. Wow. So um, organized. I really care about this. Uh, that she literally says, I don't know how to describe it when describing the prince. <laughs> and I thought, as a blogger, as, a, as an investigative 
journal blog, journaler. Yes, sent by now beat slash beat now, which is another quote that we have coming up. Wow. Uh, that she doesn't know how to describe it. Shame on you, Amber, Martha. It's all your job is. Literally. Describing it. Sent there to do it. Can't do it. To describe it. Can't do it, yet she's broken in and betrayed everybody's trust. She's not a good person. No. She's not a good... Well, she lies a lot in the first you know, one, and then she's very boring in the second one. What she's I was, also, like, uh, rude and ungrateful yeah. and unappreciative and not graceful one bit. Also, she hated couture, so how am I supposed oh to relate God. to her? Okay, so you're right. I really want to talk about this thing that Sophie brought up that has been just bugging me so much, and it's the fact that... It was also part of the Netflix blurb, but it's the fact that... Amber is this girl who is portrayed, and maybe I'm taking a defensive stance here, but she's portrayed as this like good-hearted salt of the earth. Mm -hmm. She really is like a simple, plain girl who wears Converse and t-shirts. And I always feel like when those girls get whatever they want, somehow it is demonizing like girls who are, or like women or people who are interested in fashion, like it's super petty Mm -hmm. or it's demonizing like being a modest or it's demonizing like being in touch with yourself or having any sort of sexual, any sort of sexual verve to you. Like, it's just like, well, I'm just like a simple girl in a t-shirt and Converse and that's why the prince loves me. And I feel like, welcome to the house of fashion, girl. Like, it's a thing that you can enjoy and also um, not have to demonize. Oh, yeah, and she's fucking simple Your J. So Crew, plain. your like old Navy taste can also can just be thrown out the damn castle window of Aldovia. Why don't you pay attention to what Wackadoo Sahil is saying to you? He is giving you a collar with structure. That sketch looked beautiful. It did. It w- I wrote down, you because she said I was looking for something more contemporary, and I was like, you want to dress more contemporary than a dog collar with Olympic rings? Because Oh, oh my God, it the, looked like a martini glass. It was so <laughs> beautiful. It, the, uh, how do you get more modern? Ugh. What do you mean? And, and regardless of whether your tastes clash or what, you have people <laughs> who are putting money, time, effort, care into creating a big ass party for you. Say thanks, Uh. be nice, you know, work with them. And the whole time she was like, (laughs) it's just where I do it. I was so enraged by them trying to put her in better clothes and her taking like a firm moral stance against exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. That it I was just like. It becomes a morality issue. It becomes a yeah. morality issue, and I'm so angry about that. I'm so tired of that. There were a lot of morality issues in this uh, in this movie. I Absolutely. feel like it, 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 at the base of it, the core, Amber is having like a temper tantrum because she's like a woman that wears Converse. And I had to check to see if Sophie was wearing Converse because we're really ragging on Converse right now. <laughs> There's nothing wrong Listen, with Converse. Listen, Converse are totally fine. And whatever, you want to make them fashion. your personality. Make them fashion. But yeah, it's the only part of your personality. And also they're like not, they've gone through like four waves of being relevant and irrelevant. Mm. They're not that comfortable. I don't get it. They're not. Like, no show me, support. Show, me a, show me a dad shoe and I'll get behind that. Like, a new balance. Be like, I'll only wear orthopedic shoes. And I'll be like, I get that, Amber. But 
more importantly, her like hill that she dies on is her garbage fashion and her crappy blog. And how am I supposed to care about this person? It's like meeting an adult that only eats mashed potatoes as their diet. It's like, girl, your skin is flaking off. I think you need more nutrition. What's going on? But she's like, I'm just a simple girl and I know what I like, mashed taters. That's it. Just let me be me. I know. And also let keep me make a movie about it. Doing things for me. Like, do things for me, but I'm not going to like them because they're not mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so enraging. It is. She's not likable. She's not oh. likable, but she becomes, you know, she becomes the, the queen. She's very well prepared to run a small country because she is a low-level journalist and part-time <laughs> spy, so great. So, oh, basically... Mm. <laughs> they really ham-fisted in. Oh yeah, like yeah. They the, the investigative journalism. Yeah, which is nuts too because it's like you have this B storyline of the like workers of Aldovia, all of which are played by. I would suggest a rewatch just to watch the background actors who are all Canadian uncles and grandpas, <laughs> and they're holding signs and they're going like, "No, we want our jobs." Yes. And the bar scene is extraordinary. Fine. This B plot line of this like protesting like union worker issue where it's like a social issue and the idea is that there was a new like works project that Aldovia the that country King had, Richard Bevan Charlton and King Richard who's looking more jolly by the second Richard the second Amber gets like you you see some shots of like Amber and Richard's romance occur over like it's it's like a long distance relationship. Then she gets flown to Aldovia for the final time to get married and like become this queen. Richard is completely um, enraptured in his work, and she never sees him mm -hmm. because of this B plot line, which is this vague political crisis where. Aldovia is bleeding money and nobody knows why. There's air qu <laughs> yes. quotes around every single one of those well, words. Well, the only people <laughs> running this country are like four kind of jelly confused aristocrats. So there's your answer. Running around yeah. a castle, one of which is talking about fashion, one of which is talking about how she hates fashion, <laughs> and the other of which is just like shaking hands with people, I guess. So yeah, it's tough. You know what? King Richard's got to shave his beard and grow it out sometimes. Yeah. How does he know what's wrong with the country? Oh, How could he no possibly idea. find out? It's tough. Because literally he says several times, no one is telling him. No one is telling him why it's not working. He's so, he's so unlikable. He should not have taken the crown. I worked at a restaurant once where the original owner died and then his son took over. And it was like total chaos. And like the restaurant was not well run. And I'm just saying like monarchies shouldn't exist via that logic. We're looking at you, burger joint in Michigan. I won't say the name of it because I did get a lot of tips. And it, I'm not going to bite the hand that feeds me. But your son's not going to be a good... Restaurant Sons of geniuses tour. are never geniuses. And you know what? I would rather watch that movie. You know who else knows about restaurant life is Pop Rudy. <gasps> oh, yes! let's revisit Pop, oh, baby. Okay. Talk about Pop. I, Guys, we gotta talk about Pop. I said Pop. after watching after watching oh, the first yeah. one. Here's a prediction. Last prediction said diff amber because i was like <gasps> what if they change out one of the actors oh! between one and two they're gonna change it what if it's a totally different amber and we don't even know because she was so unmemorable yeah yeah and then what what do you know 
they start that opening scene and we see Amber and Pop get out of the airport, the Aldovia airport that's clearly a hospital that's been labeled airport <laughs> for this shoot. And they get out and they're smothered in, in uh, paparazzi because even though she's been doing this for, quote, a whole year, they don't have a protocol for when she's bombarded by press so she's constantly surprised which is the case for the entire movie and then wouldn't you know it that is a different dad wait they it's, a, it's a different pop they subbed out pop it's a different pop got actor. dropped that's, pop got dropped pop got dropped oh and my immediately God. i was like oh, that's a different dad and then Good thing when they, they copped a new pop when they met did he think it's because he popped his top <laughs> i'm sorry We're i think it's because he clopped his pop Crop, cropped his top. He, he cropped, cropped his, his top. top. He cropped he his did, top and out with pop. He cropped right, his top and they were like, we we said no haircuts. And then they cut it. <laughs> <laughs> and when I, when they, I was like, how are they, are they just not going to mention it? And then they go and meet uh, Princess Emily. And she literally says, another quote, she says to Amber, he looks different. And she <gasps> says, it's the goatee. He oh. shaved it. <laughs> That's a oh, joke that they made. God. That's their that's justification. The, they made a joke. They made yeah, a joke. Well, one, it's, I don't think it's. I don't think they're that clever to make a joke. They're like, oh, we've got a different actor. <laughs> like, how are we going to explain this to oh, hardcore right. fans? The Christmas hardcore princess. Fans. <laughs> Is that us? It was like if Horrible. he had just walked around and said the bagels are good in New York because of the water. I would have not been surprised. That could have been his only line that he just repeat. That someone like wind it, wound him up like a clock in the back, and he just Ugh. walked around repeating it over I and over. I hate those roles. That, okay, in these Christmas movies, there, there's always like someone's got to be the comedy, and I hate the like boy, what a fish out of water. Like that's such a trope. And but I will say. I'd be stealing Ferrero Rochers as well. Um, <laughs> she loves a Ferrero Rocher. I love a Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> See, he's relatable. He's so he's very oh, relatable. But he, yeah, I, I just every time I saw him, I was like, this is so obvious—a stupid fish out of water trope. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Zadie, whoa, the marble I floors. They put it with that hot Russian chef too. Everyone's dating out of their league yeah. all over the place yeah. in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Although I will say, I really appreciated Emily's romance with um, this that like tween boy. love her like so Emily is in this Christmas pageant at her school princess school well I don't know. at first at first we'll, we'll get, get into the big oh. high stakes drama with that <laughs> uh, but her opposite because of course you know I was taking a lot of notes about like I was trying to get a handle on like Aldovian culture and politics as you know like Aldovian schools around Christmas time um, act out the pageantry and lore of Princess Froon granting <laughs> magical powers to Santa Claus and it involves an ogre named Grundle which <laughs> is in my high school yeah the ogre's named Grundle which in my high school was code for perineum yes um, maybe that's a nice little easter egg maybe that's a nice little easter egg for us Emily's wheelchair got a f- upgrade but her hair did not Oh, I like her little Shirley Tempe curls. I don't know. I just oh, like whatever. that she is the most self-possessed and empowered right. person in the whole. Yeah, she is. She does some cool like Gen Z DIY coding to like hack it. And she's the one who finally finds out what's wrong with Aldovia. Yes, she says at one point when they have a problem with the play, she says, <laughs> "I have every right to feel sorry for myself." And I was like, "Yes, <laughs> it's, it's very self-possessed." She is. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, I appreciated her portrayal more in this one than in the last mm-hmm. one. Also. I did laugh hysterically when she was made into a hacker, although I appreciate <laughs> that they chose like a young woman to be a hacker. Yeah. The hacker trope is something that I am personally have a high amount of interest <laughs> Just, in. Just like typing furiously <laughs> oh, on yeah. keys and there's like green stuff. Oh yeah, always, always green, always like Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> and they say, how long do you think it'll take? And she says, a long time, maybe all night. <laughs> which could happen there was a lot in this movie that was just like is it written by a robot is it yeah. a yeah, computer most generated right. script right yes it's like right. it, it, I felt the uncanny valley because I felt like there yeah. are things in this that like aren't it's not wrong but it's not good human yes it's not I human, agree it's not real but it it's so close yeah. to being real yeah. mm-hmm. and it was very unsettling it's, you know, yeah, it, that's it, a great way to put it. That is so great because it, it is extraordinarily unsettling to to think that humans can't interpret the human experience. Right. Even close. Mm-hmm. Like you can't even get, it's tough. Like writing scripts is hard. Making a good film is hard. It takes acting a lot of money. Is, acting is very difficult. Acting is very difficult. But why do you not, what, like, well, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Why just eat yeah, mashed exactly. potatoes? Why? Exactly. <laughs> Why call that a meal? There's so okay. many other colors in the vegetable spectrum. Yes. Absolutely. And so that's one thing I think your perspective as like an experienced actor and just someone who has keenly observed human behavior in your days and an educator is like, what are these actors' motivations? Like, why did a casting person choose them? What a great question. I was wondering the same thing because I thought, First of all, I thought, did they have to replace dad because first dad got more work? Mm, like, oh, that's a great, did we got to get to the bottom of this. Did he get picked up? That's never, that's never <laughs> the case here. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like this is where you go to end your Die. career, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure that people take the work because they think it's, well, it's Netflix, right? You're going to make mm-hmm. it big. Someone's going to find you. But if that's what they find... Well, that's a dang shame. Yeah. Because yeah. I really was, I, I, the acting I did write at one point um, that I th- that this woman is constantly surprised and at the same time I think that the actor is a robot, question mark? Well, Amber, <laughs> I mean, maybe her predictive text input was surprised. Her algorithm's well, broken. Yeah. Her, Amber herself was like, a, she. they use the same, Netflix used the same equation that Hallmark uses where they cast like, old teen stars but so she was an iZombie do you remember iZombie no I'm very bad at pop culture she was great in iZombie it was just like a cute like teen hot zombie movie from like the mid aughts and she was like great she had a lot of eye makeup she was always like things are really hard when you want to eat your boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) that was the whole series but it was like not a bad series but where that sass and and I guess it was all right I, I mean writing Oh, the writing yeah. was yeah. atrocious. Putrid. It really was. <laughs> but the only one who did any work with it was the um, attache guy, like the the guy who who kind of helped them out with stuff. Everyone mm. else, it was like, all right, we've all like all actors have been given bad scripts. Yeah, you know, you get a bad script, you got to make it what you can. You have to make it your own. You have to bring the humanity into yeah. these humanless words. And I don't think they delivered. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. And it just like it's confounding is that what Netflix thinks people want like is because because this is a paying gig but they're paying like I feel like that 
is what people want because yeah. here we are yeah. on episode 12 <laughs> of the North Pole podcast. <laughs> oh, There's a joy geez. in the pain, right? Yeah. Like we yeah. are sadistic in that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like wanting to be afraid, like riding a roller coaster maybe? I mean, that's that was like the whole premise of this in yeah. the beginning is like Amanda loves these horrible movies. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Loved. Loved. I don't Too know, much guys. Exposure. I don't know. Mm. Something happened. <gasps> Has this been a journey for you? I'm so happy we're talking about this. It's been a real journey for me. I don't... I've changed. Really? Not only do I not get the same joy... Like, I had to get myself pumped for this one. <laughs> I had to, like, punch the air, eat a lot of popcorn. <laughs> I just don't even know if I like Christmas anymore. <gasps> oh, my beyond, God. Beyond this... Now, every time I see, like, a Christmas decoration, I think, like... What even is this? Like, what is this that makes it really expensive for plane tickets for me to go visit my mom? What even is this time that we have and that we do? I don't even want, I thought by the end that Katie would come around. But instead, you have come, you have come around. I think I've come around. What about you? What do you think? I mean, it... It is fascinating to point out these flaws. Like it's to to put these films under a microscope and like see the money that these money machines that produce literally nothing and like all of the good that this could go for is I I'm not saying this well but like it's frustrating but it's also deeply it is a little it is kind of satisfying like for instance, the fact that Aldovia is centered like in Central or Eastern Europe, but everyone has like a semi-British accent. It's just like, <laughs> boy, I slack off 60% of the time at my work too, you know? Like, <laughs> I, just, I appreciate that, I guess. But no, I, I hate them. I only want to watch Buffy. You know that, though. Um, Do you think that mm-hmm. by next year, having had a break from the holiday season. I think season. we'll be ready. We, I can't not do this. Okay. Like, yeah. this feels like, I've had the most engaging conversations with friends about these yeah. insane pieces of pop culture, these uh, cultural farts, if you will. Mm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like I have to, like there's, we just have to keep doing it. It feels like a yeah. mission. Yeah. So, listeners, click su- subscribe now because season two, it's on its way. Ah, Season two is coming to town. I've just committed you to that. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I just want to tell you one prediction that I had. Yes. Between um, uh, one and two, I thought that maybe in two, Amber dies and her... <laughs> s- I, well, it would and be interesting. And Christmas Carol? And her soul transfers into the acorn from the first movie. Oh, Whoa! Shit. I was the acorn to come back. Right? So, and then the prince has to marry the acorn, and then it's the reign ah! of the acorn queen. Oh my god! So that Netflix, if you're listening, incredible! I'm ready to write you. I will write a spec the script any day. And the furious. Mm-hmm. I really, with this political thriller where they <laughs> they finally find out like that one of the old advisors is like siphoning money from the country through Emily's coding and like Dang fucking Amber's hair. incredible investigative journalism at this bar where she literally talks to one person who's like, yeah, this parent company is siphoning money. And she's like, I've cracked it. Uh, not she bef- busts the shit wide open. Not before telling him, literally she says, 
Hold on, and I quote, first off, you're wrong about the Royals. Great way to open a conversation. <laughs> Great way. That's how you talk to the common man. Yeah, um, that's how you get some opinions. So she she figures that one she figures out that one of the advisors is actually siphoning the money, holds him in a stick up with an archery bow, and then they send him down to Aldovia's sex dungeon. The castle is a sex dungeon. I mean, I'm sorry, just a dungeon. I assume it's a sex dungeon. So throughout this whole, basically, this was the wire, and I was trying to get a handle on like. Eldovia is a country, so I thought we could do some fun Eldovia trivia really quickly. Great. How many provinces does Eldovia have, (gasps) and what kind of meat do they provide for the wedding? Oh, oh, okay. Uh, Do you want to try to take a stab at the first one? I think that there are seven provinces, Mm -hmm. and they all start with A-L... D. So it's like Aldanio, Aldario, Aldingus. That's like a, that's the. So no if you are correct, that. there are seven provinces. Oh my god! Oh, jelly meats all the way, baby. What mm-hmm. kind though? What do they provide for the wedding? Yeah, Amanda. What kind? Oh, uh, jellied uh, sliders, uh, meaty what sliders, kind, pops. There's an animal. What kind of animal meat? Oh, wolf, wolves. <laughs> Close. You can't hunt the wolves here, though. It's um, a pig. Oh. So Sahil mentions that um, a pig from each province will will be provided uh, at the wedding to eat. Ah. How old is Aldovia? Uh, Seven. Two movies. Two movies long, which is seven freaking years. All right, you guys are wrong. It is 700 years old. What it was doing before 1318, we're not sure. The rest of Europe presumably was just looking on as Aldovia was created. Mm -hmm. And then finally, is any political crisis ever too pressing to not have a toboggan race? (gasps) Oh, no! No! Absolutely. All right. Especially when you're as disconnected from the country's people as these (laughs) folks are. Talk about white Uh, fucking privilege. Sophie. Yes. You're wrong about the royals. Oh! Oh! You're right. Let's have a civil discourse. All right. That was great. Good job, guys. You win a million dollars. <laughs> Just dollars. Um, <laughs> all right. So if we would like to suggest some little snacks, mm-hmm. uh, my suggestion is uh, have one of Pop's famous sandwiches. Yes. <laughs> In fact, I think the sandwich that you should have is, as he says at the end of at the wedding, hockey puck sliders painted red. Oh, yeah. What could be more appealing than that? Soaked in blood. Mm -hmm. That's what it means. I have a question as a recent New York transplant. Is that a thing? Is that a New York? Absolutely not. Okay. This was written by robots. That's right. Hockey puck sliders. Robot food. (laughs) Well, in that Um, case. mm. (laughs) Some food pellets to go with Mm, your... How about data? I want to eat metadata. Some oil for your joints. No, it's mechanical. Never mind. We'll work on that. Um, yeah, I'd say my snack would either be um, data. You could eat some data. Mm. Um, or a few Valium. At some point, the queen who's like still in the picture, <laughs> Richard Beverin Charlton II's mother, is mm-hmm. in the picture. And she turns to one of her assistants and is like, Mr. Zabala, can I ask you a big favor? And then I thought she was going to say, will you give me a few Valium? <laughs> but she was like, will you help me do something else royal? But I was like, oh, this bitch is going to ask for Valium because we all need that. She can't move her face. Times. For real. Yeah. I also have a drink suggestion. Oh, oh please. Lovely. Um, which a is a white Aldovian. 
Ooh. Because Ooh. there was so much white privilege in this movie. Oh, oh yeah. I thought you were referring to the fact that they only drank milk. The white Altovian. What what like what really put you over the edge with that? I couldn't believe the well that that moment where they have that like letter that they think is a troll letter because they're sitting <laughs> oh. around the Christmas fire and they're reading letters and they're like I just love reading letters from the people at Christmas. <laughs> we have this letter from the Frosts and then they open up the next letter and it's like, hey. <laughs> I know you're all having a good Christmas, but there are people struggling here because you've gotten rid of all the jobs. And they're like, <laughs> Mother, you must put it out of your mind. It's Christmas. And my and I watch it and we were like, Fudge, yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's like they've never gotten kingdom criticism before before and they just don't know how to deal with it which is a very white thing oh and they just decide like well that's we can't do anything about that so <laughs> just put it out of your mind because those are the people not us <laughs> and i couldn't believe it and i just hated all of them for that very yeah, reason yeah it was awful <laughs> that poor guy and at the end he's so thankful and he's like she did it merry christmas honey <laughs> and it's like you deserve better yeah sir. dude um, what's your favorite quote? Uh, my favorite Wait, did you do a snack? Is it pop sandwiches? Pop sandwiches. My quote is, uh, I'm so excited that pop uh, is on the way to wild success in the kitchen. Uh, there was a time when he was in the background and he was trying to do the whole like peas and carrots thing. And he was trying to like fake conversation with uh -huh. Princess Emily. And unfortunately it got captioned because they oh, don't know yes. how to mix sound or mic things. So the quote is, so uh, do you put the stockings on the tree or uh, on the mantle? <laughs> I have the same one. <laughs> what, sir? What? That's what you came up with as your idle chatter? Oh, my God. I had to yeah, rewind we put our it. Stockings on the damn tree, you damn fool. So you put the stockings Ugh. on the tree? I had to rewind it because I was like, hold on, what did you say? <laughs> Yeah, that was truly special. Oh. Wait, Amanda, we forgot to talk about one of the most important scenes. It kind of relates to snacks and Pop's quote, but they gave you a Christmas cookie baking scene. They did. They satisfied everything I wanted, which is kids making Christmas cookies sloppily and poorly. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. They Unacceptable. also had, they had a little bit of a montage. There they were a did. couple, like, real snap zoom montage things. Well, a montage was two snap zooms of painting nails like clinking huh. drinks and then I don't know if you noticed this is the bachelorette party oh, right, yes. right while Emily is doing all their work for them and coding well yeah you gotta have a bachelorette party so they have this bachelorette party and they all like clink their drinks and then Amber look closely dear listeners because <laughs> she takes her goblet and puts it behind her on a royal couch she puts it on in like on the inside the couch like yes. on a cushion just behind her uh -huh. on like underneath the couch like not underneath like inside she just like like no 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 we don't have a side table so she puts it behind her inside this couch and then proceeds to manically file her nails and almost look directly into the camera with a <laughs> smile oh on her face god. like they're making their nails bleed they're like ha, 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 ha. <laughs> oh my god and that's that our montage crazy. that's the uh, bachelorette montage yeah well there's nothing quite like uh sitting on the couch with your friends for a bachelorette party. Um, <laughs> you file your I... fingertips off. <laughs> I have two favorite quotes. One is one of Amber's friends. She has a black friend and a gay friend. Mm -hmm. 
So you can really round out this movie, really, really get your diversity quota met. One of they're talking on Skype, and her gay friend says, "I never get to meet dignitaries at the Noodle Chalet." <laughs> and I was like, "I would rather be at the Noodle Chalet eating whatever you're serving there." So many quotes that I don't know what to pick, but there's one that I, I just, the investigative journalism stood out so much in her note <laughs> that she writes, which is dash metalark dash fishy, period. That's the investigative journalism. Wow. We didn't even talk about Count Simon, who's the cousin who does return. Um, but when he does, he is he is scolded but welcomed into the fold. But one of my favorite quotes of the whole movie, because it's not really a sentence nor a complete thought, <laughs> is King Richard Prendergast Middleton the fourth says Crumpet Town the fifth says, "I don't know how you're going to regain our trust." But we're cousins, and it's Christmas. <laughs> That's always the excuse. That's what I say to my cousin every time he comes into our house. <laughs> Good. Uh, all right, guys. Final question. Did you feel the joy of Christmas while watching Christmas, while watching these movies? Two Christmas, two Prince, Eldovia Drift. <laughs> I felt more joy of Christmas while watching Children of Men. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Katie, do you feel it? No. If it didn't, if it didn't squeeze it out of me in the first one, if it didn't squeeze me, I'm, I've got nothing left to give. Squeezed you dry. It squeezed me dry. You're dry of Christmas. The blooper reel did make me think <gasps> that they were real humans, but it wasn't enough to make up for the fact that this was trash. It was just like a few sneezes. Yeah, I was, was like, few oh, I was nice. really excited about the blooper. All right, guys, oh, I felt it. Oh, sorry. I just real quick about that blooper reel because it was like what a computer thinks would we would mess up at. It was like a computer trying to write mess ups. A chew. Oh, 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 gosh. Just like, oh, oh. her dress fell. Oh. <laughs> Next. Well, that, it, that would be so freaking crazy if the computer wrote the blooper reel. <laughs> it really That would like be terrifying. Added some sneeze. Mm, I'm nervous. Um, all right, I didn't feel it at all. I have no joy. Uh, no joy at all anymore at all. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for sticking with us for 12 episodes and watching all of those movies, which I know all of you did from beginning to end entirety. It was amazing. We want to do this again next year. Please like us, subscribe us, do the whole damn thing. Tell your friends too. Oh my God. Tell, you know, you've got some tell Christmas 12 of friends. your Christmas friends. Yeah. Your bitchiest Christmas friends. Get together. My suggestion would be this. Get together with all of your most Christmas friends and just like get really drunk and watch all these crappy movies. And then you guys can laugh with us and listen to our fantastic podcast on your sad commute to work the next day. <laughs> January 2nd is going to need a lot of podcasts. January 2nd. Exactly. Go for it. I... Want to thank Toth so much for making our theme song. Toth, you are the best. All of our guests were so fantastic, so funny. I feel closer to all of you. Sophie, I'm so happy you were here with us to drag our corpses through this final movie with us. <laughs> Anytime, girl. Uh, Katie, thanks for not breaking up with me. I really oh, appreciate I it. Um, I think we did get a little closer. And oh my gosh, thanks again, everybody. Uh, see you next year. What should I sing us out with? <gasps> the final song. 
It's the final Christmas. La 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 la. Ho 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 ba. Tra la la la. 